0: Recorded live.
1: Well, hello. Today is January, February 4th. (laughs) February 4th. Oh, my gosh. If you're listening back, and this is Kimberly Valley here, and this is the iBloom Team Healthy Call. All about sugar today, ladies. (laughs) Um, So it's going to be a good time. But just to get started, I'm going to leave your lines unmuted and ask you what is the favorite valentine that you've ever gotten or you've given someone? <laughs> um, I have no idea because I can't remember anything. I have a horrible <laughs> memory. But I will tell you that I've come up with the cutest valentine for Sophie to give her friends at school. It's this little, um, and this is fitting since we're talking about sugar today. But anyway, it's Valentine's Day. So, um <laughs> It's like you put all the things in a cellophane, a cellophane bag, and like the heading of it says, "Do you want to build a snowman?" And inside are like marshmallows and M and M's and pretzels, oh, but it's all to build a cute. snowman. Oh, that's
0: oh, that oh, cute! cute. That
1: it's super so cute, cute, like way cuter for you to see the picture of it. But yes, I discovered oh, I it, it the other day. That is Oh my gosh! That.
0: Is that, is that a Pinterest idea, or did you come up with that?
1: Oh, oh heavens no, I didn't come up with it. Um, I follow this site, which, by the way, Leanne, it's perfect for YouTube. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's called, like, Toddler something. Hold on. I used, to love family, I used to love
0: Family Fun Magazine. I noticed you have that at your house. I used to I love that.
1: Too. I love that magazine. Yeah, this is on a toddler-approved website. Um, or she, has a, she has a Facebook page with over 600,000 people, almost 700,000. What? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. I just goodness. discovered her. But she basically, like, um, curates all this stuff for toddlers. So she, like, finds it from different places. And some of it stuff she creates. But it is, yeah, super cool. So wait a minute. So she I'll...
0: tries things out and then tells you this is a good idea, this one's safe, yes. don't do this. And she has how many again did you say following that?
1: Almost seven hundred thousand. My copper approved. Oh, I'll post Ooh. it in the um, wow. chat. Yeah, I just discovered it and it is super awesome. Like she has some of the best stuff I've ever seen. Okay, that's not what we're supposed to be talking about, though. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, Kimberly. Uh, it's really okay. Um, hi, Donna. Okay. and um, Jen has said that she hasn't even started to think about Valentine's Day, and she guesses <laughs> that she needs to. So <laughs> we keep losing. Mine, mine is kind of silly, but Mike and I like. Anytime he puts any effort into anything, it's like amazing because he's so not that guy. So like. He gets me when and he see, he searches them out. I don't know, but there are these candies called millionaires. Have y'all ever had them? Mm-hmm. No. And they're basically, like turtles.
0: But oh. anyway, he'll find an
1: these for me, and then he'll he'll make this big to do like he forgot or couldn't find them or whatever, and oh. then surprising me and saying, "Of course, I've got them." So anyway, oh. that's kind of our thing. It probably costs like two dollars, but still. Oh, no, so
0: sweet. Those so, are okay, the best. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, Might would I be more of a memory. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. I posted the link to the 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 whatever that's called. The PowerPoint. Thank you. So you can see it. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just
0: gonna say, you know, when we were growing up, um, you know, there just wasn't as as much. Things were so much simpler. I feel like I'm like, you know, 80, oh, 80. telling you this, but. So, you know, we've decorated the Valentine's Day boxes, and that was such a big deal. When I think about that, now my mom had to come up with seven shoe boxes every year. You know, we didn't buy shoes all the time. So, yeah, wow, that that in itself is pretty amazing. Anyways, we would be at, you would do it at home, and it was just like we were all at the table, and, and my mom would let us get foil out, and we'd, you know, cut the slit in the box, and, you know, our foil-covered thing, and she'd buy doilies, and, there were no, I don't think there were stickers in that day, you know. You but you cut all those hearts and it, you know, there were no stickers e- back in your day. I, Betsy, <laughs> do you remember? I mean, I don't remember. <laughs> Betsy,
1: help me out here. Betsy is on here for some reason. Betsy Her phone must have cut off. She got yeah, cut she off. Shoot. Up, okay, she, she would all be right, joining I'm me on this. Stickers were invented.
0: She would be joining me. um
1: Let's have some pod, some, uh, but, you know, we had like stickers. the
0: doily and then she'd get like pink and, and red construction paper. And that was kind of, really, I don't mean, we were poor, but we, you know, there were nine people. So it wasn't like we had this stuff sitting around. And it was just this, oh, I can just remember carrying my box to school. Like, oh, it was just cool. Really cool. we
1: made boxes with my daughter like two years ago. No, I, I know mean, they still do it, but,
0: I mean, kids now just. I don't know, it, like, you know, your my kids had stickers, my kids put stickers everywhere, our house was,
1: you yes. know, we were
0: always just doing stuff, it wasn't, like, the, the Valentine's Day box was cool with my girls, but, like, when I taught kindergarten, sometimes they were bags that I put up, like, on, um, with clothesline or something, you know, it just depended, I didn't do boxes every year, I, it just was this big thing in our house, because you just didn't do, You know, there weren't Happy Meal toys, and you know, there just wasn't the stuff like round. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: and your mom had seven kids. Right, right. Yeah. No, I love that. And that totally brought back a memory. See, your memories bring back my memories. (laughs) I remember (laughs) doing that now as a child. Uh, Jen said that she loves your idea, Kelly, and that she might do that with Liam. And then Kelly put through the link for you. Bessie, the I need you. Wait, Bessie, back on. Bessie, they Bessie,
0: were. Bessie when? When was it start? Bessie, I needed you. I I shared a <laughs> moment, and you weren't here to help me out.
1: Oh, I keep getting I keep getting knocked off. So, uh, oh, that's so strange. It's those clouds out there today. Uh well, Kelly had posted for you the the history of stickers link so that you could click on it. When did me. they start? When did they start? The early nineteen hundreds.
0: And were very popular <laughs> in the thirties. Betsy, Betsy, when you were growing up, did your mom have like Valentine's Day stickers around and
1: stuff like that? Valentine's Day stickers? Yeah. No, no, no. She I didn't say Valentine's Day stickers. She said stickers. I there know, were no stickers back in her I day. I meant
0: more like Valentine's Day. Like we were, I was telling them the, the big deal thing for me was my memory of making those boxes and how we'd cover them with foil and we'd have doilies and construction paper and we didn't have like stickers and stuff like that. And then they all made fun of me, but we didn't have like, you didn't go to the store and buy a pack of stickers that I remember. My teacher put those gold stars and stuff up, but I don't remember. No, we didn't have. We had good. color forms. Do you guys remember what color forms are? Mm. No. No, I. They were like they were like, they were they like a, a cling. they were like then a so cling so. is now, like a cling. Oh. They were they very cool. cool. Would have a. Um, Oh, she got cut off again. Is she? No. no, I. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Betsy Lou, are you there? Oh, wait. What did what did Don say? Lance keeps looking at me asking why I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, he doesn't
1: understand why she was laughing. Yeah, and you did not say Valentine stickers. You said we did not have stickers. Well, but I
0: okay. Well I don't remember us having seriously though, I don't remember a sticker except for those gold stars in school.
1: Yeah, you can read yep. your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of stickers when I was younger either. Just those gold stars. I mean, I wasn't really into stickers, so. Oh, my yeah. girls were. I do it was all over furniture.
0: If you didn't watch it, they would do the entire house. The dentist would give them stickers. Everybody gave them stickers.
1: Oh, that's, oh, my. Uh,
0: well, my grandma, but, yeah, my grandma.
1: Dawn said they had stickers, but that's because her mom was a the teacher. <laughs> they were pretty up on the stickers. <laughs> oh, I remember um, being in probably middle school, and there was this one place called Parkley Pharmacy, and it was kind of like, it's turned now into like more of an apothecary, like fancy store, but... It, they were like the first store, like you'd always want to go to Parkley to get stickers because they'd have like these big, huge, long, like closet, you know, in your closet you have the big, long rods. They would have those lining the store walls with just all different stickers where you could buy like one at a time for $0.10. $0.10? Um, we, we used, for to, one the, well,
0: we used
1: wow. to have these sticker books. And so they were, like, fancy stickers with different oh, gotcha. logos and, like, oh, yeah Boop. And, you know, instead of the sheets with, like, a hundred little tiny stickers on each right. one, we had those too. But, like, these were, like, specialty stickers of, like, rainbows and unicorns and all of those fun things from the 80s. <laughs> oh, But it's fun hearing about everybody's Valentines. Um, oh, we lost that to okay. just kind of like brings out the lightheartedness in the funny stories. Like I, most of the stories that I hear about me all the time say they always end up being like something very humorous more than something very serious. So, so it's always really fun for me to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we have a lot to cover today, guys. Um. Talking all about sugar, so um just before we dive into that have did i it's been two months since we've got into chat about um how things might be going in your health so um has anybody had any aha moments or did you reset your goals in january um or is there anything like that you're really struggling with um that you want to get out there? I had an aha moment because I've not done well with eating since probably Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. it's not as bad as like I would normally do this time of year. So I'm considering that a win, but I was still aggravated with myself because I've gained like, I think four pounds, but I have not been exercising and I stopped breastfeeding. So those two things, like even oh. one of those things would have caused mm-hmm. a real issue And I didn't think about the combination of those things until today. Like, I've been doing some exercising, but not like I was. Like, I was hardcore awesome about it when the weather was nice, and then I just kind of fell off. Now, I've gotten an elliptical that my sister gave me, which was awesome, but it's having like a little issue or something that's stripped on it, so I need to get that fixed. So I have a plan, but the screw that is not working is not helping with my plan, but I realized the connection of stopping breastfeeding and then just not being nearly as active. So it's not like I've completely fell off the wagon with eating, but those other two things. But my point is, now that I know, it makes it easier to move forward. And yes, yeah, I'm been adjusting my goals. That's great. That is really good. Are you? Do, how are you doing with your water? I'm doing much better with my water. Great. Yes. And I have a question about. I started. I got some of these sparkling ice things just because I get kind of tired of the water. So that was going to be one of my questions. Because it says it has vitamins and antioxidants, so I'm sure it also has bad stuff in it too. So are you very familiar with these? And are they? I know so what you're talking about. Is it just water, or it's got like uh, sugar it says, in it? Like this? or artificial. Black. It says black raspberry naturally flavored sparkling mountain spring water, zero calories. Mm-hmm. So, it has some sort of fake sugar in it, I'm sure. I just don't know what. Yeah, I mean, for once in a while, it's okay. Just don't, you know, they don't really replace your regular water. Okay. Um, I've been in the last two days, I've read an awful lot about artificial and natural flavors. Mm-hmm. And mostly they're both made in the same chemical plant. So, even when it says natural flavor, it's 80 to 90% some kind of you know, preservative or additive and only 10 or 20% of the actual flavor. Oh, that's so no good. Okay. So it's a lot of it's just in the marketing of the product and it's really no better for you than anything else. Like, because sometimes with flavorings and natural, like those types of things, there could be a hundred ingredients to make that one flavor. Mm. So, yeah, my mind is a little bit... um on high when it comes to those kinds of things right now, just because of one of the projects that I'm working on where I'm constantly researching food ingredients. So <laughs>
0: good question. <laughs> well, I just love how they put things like natural and stuff on things like that, because then we feel like it's better
1: mm-hmm. than having
0: a, I mean, that's better than having a Sprite, but yeah. really, you know, not, is it? Not I mean,
1: sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think you got to really watch all that.
1: Mm. All right. <laughs> so anybody else want to throw anything out there before we dive into sugar? <clears throat>
0: all
1: right. Well, here we go. <laughs> um, and just so you know, I am still, like, way in the midst of this with you. Um Today's like a little bit of a confession, right? If you saw my Facebook page a couple of weeks ago, um, we were doing a detox in boot camp, and I needed that three-day detox just as much as the people in boot camp because sugar and caffeine had found itself creeping back into my life. I didn't realize how much until that first day without caffeine. (laughs) You know, I have the same excuses like everybody else that I've been busy and I am just haven't been as conscious as I've needed to be or I didn't plan well, and I got a little lazy in my snack choices, and I started, um, you know, with innocence, but my genes were making me very aware of its presence, so I typically really try to live 90-10, meaning 90% of the time, I eat a pretty clean, whole food diet, and 10% of the time, I indulge a little bit, even You know, like around the holidays or for special events, it might be more like (laughs) 80-20. But it was like I was trading my gluten-free crackers, uh, chips, or ice cream, and even some dark chocolate way too often. So it was more like 25% of the time I was eating whatever I wanted to instead of roasted seaweed or um, almonds or some chopped up veggies and fruits. With some humming, so I stopped using my journal, and I wasn't working out. I mean, I would be at the gym, but I wasn't necessarily working out. So. <laughs> and I didn't even know what a funk I was in until I really did get back on track. So you know, these last couple of weeks, I've like worked my gym into my ideal schedule the best that I could, and I've worked out like last week. I got to work out four days, and this week I've been at the gym two days so far. So, trust me when I tell you happy living is a constant choice.
0: <laughs> um, mm-hmm. For me,
1: you know, this is really, truly where the enemy is just working about, trying to take me out any way that he can, because food is my trigger. And he knows, like, if my food is off, it takes everything off course. So, I don't always catch on as quickly as you'd think I would to the devil's scheme, and I don't do it perfectly, but I am back on track. <laughs> so. Remember, it's perseverance and it will pay off and give it some time, right? Um, (laughs) I am doing much better with my sugar intake, but there's something in me these days that's just wanting chocolate, and I think it's a little bit of stress. (laughs) So when I am, um, like I said, I was working on this project and it's just kind of like, okay, I can have chocolate now. I can have chocolate now. (laughs) I don't know. but So if you guys think that... um, I so understand, like, if you're sitting there going, oh, yeah, I really want chocolate. What else can I have? And it gets frustrating. I totally can relate. So just send me a message, and I will help you make a better choice. Um, Because I have, like, a little notebook here, and I kind of make a little tick mark sometimes when I'm craving something, and um, I reward myself with something more fun (laughs) (laughs) later. That's not food. Um, The more times that I... I'm not going to say deny myself, or but I make a better choice than trying to find chocolate in the cabinet. So what is your downfall when it comes to sugar? So either in the chat or if you want to um, talk freely on your line, um, you know, what was your favorite sweet growing up or your favorite sweet now? And do you notice any side effects um, when you have too much of it? Kelly said in the chat a little while ago she thinks her ninety ten is the opposite. Ninety <laughs> percent whatever, ten percent of what she mostly. <laughs> but Kelly, we are just wanting you to eat right now when you eat. Yeah, we just want you to keep it down, whatever it is. Okay. So uh. one of my things is that I I love like I think movie candy is kind of like what I would get and the Sour Patch kids and I used to be able to, like, I think back to college when I could eat an entire, like, what are those things called? that the Ben and Jerry's just comes in. Like, it's not a, what is it? The smaller ones, but they're a not. Pint. Like, a little bit. Like a, a pint? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember in college, I would get one of those, and I would eat the whole thing. Like, I wouldn't get it every day, but I would get it, and I would eat it, and I would be fine. Like, now, I could make that last four days. You know? Like, so it's different, but, like, definitely if ice cream gets me into trouble, things that are sour candy but I also love sweet and salty, so really anything gets me in trouble. (laughs) It's all all just trouble for me, trouble. (laughs) Kelly says, definitely chocolate, especially for M&M's. And Don says, yikes, growing up Twizzlers, now it's ice cream. Now that she fixed her gut, she can have ice cream and milk again. (laughs) And Jen says, her downfall is sweet tea, And she gets half and half tea in the morning and half and half unsweet. Half sweet, half unsweet. But some days she gets the second tea. And Lori's lemon heads. (laughs) And Jen said she's been eating way too many chips. And Dawn says it's not necessarily a good thing. But Jen is eating paleo four to five nights a week and working out, which has been so amazing to watch, um, your posts about your working out, you and Dawn, like you're just like really going for it and it's such it's very encouraging. My favorite thing is ice cream too. And um the thing that I notice now is that it's sometimes just too much for my stomach. Like it just kinda of feels off. Um but I definitely, uh, Leanne, have downed more Ben and Jerry's pints than I ever would want to tell anyone for real. (laughs) Um, How often I've eaten an entire pint. And now what's really funny about how you say you can make it last four days, we do that with, um, there's this gelato like ice cream um, that we get and it's called salt, sea salt caramel. And so Kurt, Kylie, and I will share one of those sites um, now instead of us each getting our own. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I totally progress. can totally relate. <laughs> Ooh, Jen said she deadlifted 115 pounds. That is amazing. Wow, It's got to feel so good. All right, so do you guys have any idea how much sugar you're eating? Get this, um, we consume 156 pounds of sugar a year. So that's how much added sugar Americans consume each year on a per capita basis. Like, that's according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So imagine that. That is 31 Five pound bags of sugar for each of us. Now, that's not to say we get most of the sugar in our diet directly from the sugar bowl. Only about 29 pounds of it comes as traditional sugar or sucrose, uh, according to the Sugar Association, and they're just a trade group of sugar manufacturers. Um, The rest actually comes from food. So, of course, those foods include things like candy, soda, and junk food but plenty of sugar is hiding in places where you might not expect it. Some types of crackers, yogurt, ketchup, and peanut butter, for instance, are loaded with sugar, often in the form of high fructose corn syrup, or HFCS. This product is made from corn stalks through a process that's so secret. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Michael Pollan, but he writes a lot of books um, that have to do with things in the food industry, like the omnivore's Dilemma and just different, you know, books like that. And he couldn't even get the information for his book and on how the process is that they even get this sugar from the corn stalks. Um, so it's a pretty secret process and they don't want you to know about it. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's one of those um, ingredients that kind of started my movement towards health. So it's one that... um I kinda have a passion for. <laughs> According to the USDA, sweetened fruit drinks account for ten percent of the total added sugars they consume. Candy and cake come in at five percent each. Ready to eat cereal comprises four percent of the total. So do to each of these categories. Table sugar and honey, cookies and brownies, and syrups with top and toppings. The biggest chunk making up twenty six percent of added sugars comes from a variety of prepared foods like ketchup, canned vegetables and fruits, and peanut butter. Another high sugar category are low-fat products, because when manufacturers take the fat out, they replace it with sugar to make it palatable. People are often surprised that a low-fat product may not be that different in calories than regular products. A good example of this would be fat-free or low-fat salad dressing, which are generally high in sugar. So what's so bad about all this sugar? After all, sugar can certainly be part of a healthy diet when eaten in moderation and in its natural form. It's really all the extra calories from sugar in our diet that causes health problems like diabetes and obesity. Sugar is in so many things you'd never suspect or know because sugar disguises itself in many forms. I created a list for you and um, I can post it here in the chat and let's see um i also put it in the facebook group for you earlier today but it's all these names of sugar um and i'm just going to read it to you so you don't have to pull it up if you don't want to but i just want you to kind of hear like all the different ways it disguises itself barley malt beet sugar brown sugar buttered syrup cane juice crystals Cane sugar, caramel, carob syrup, castor sugar, confectionery sugar, corn syrup, corn syrup solids, date sugar, demura sugar, dextran, dextrose, diatastic malt, diet taste, ethyl malt, hall, fructose, fruit juice, fruit juice concentrate, galactose, glucose, glucose solids, golden sugar, golden syrup, grape sugar, high fructose corn syrup, honey. Icing sugar, invert sugar, lactose, malt syrup, maldextrin, maltose, maple syrup, molasses, muscovado sugar, panocha, raw sugar, refiner syrup, rice syrup, sorbitol, sorghum syrup, sucrose, sugar, treacle, turbinado sugar, and yellow sugar. And then on top of that, we also have artificial sweeteners, um, and they're on... The second page of the handout, and <laughs> as much as I try, I can't pronounce them all. But one is asulfonyl potassium, alocane, aspartame, aspartame, asphomus salt, flame salt, cyclamate, isomalt, neo hestedrin, I can't say that one, dihyd chloracone. <laughs> Nutrasweet, Saccharin, Splenda, and Sucralose. So as you can see <laughs> um it's those are just the names of sugar. Um and they're hidden in everything. So what do you guys what's the first thing that you think of when you hear that list? Let me know in the chat or um just give a shout out on the phone.
0: Is anybody there? Well, I just... When you see that list, you realize that, you know, I might look at something and say it doesn't have sugar or it doesn't have, you know, corn syrup or something like that, but it might have these other things, and I don't think of it as sugar or being harmful for me or...
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, see, lots of times we don't know, and part of the thing is... um, Back in, you know, years past, they may have only had, like, 22 teaspoons of sugar a year. And now we have 22 teaspoons of sugar a day. Um, Mm. So the next thing we're going to kind of go through is how do you calculate your sugar consumption? So if you Mm. think of this, like, is one small cube of sugar, do you remember, like sugar cubes you feed horses or sugar cubes that you used to use the little tongs to get the mm-hmm. sugar cube out of the bowl and put it in your tea or whatever. <laughs> so if you think of one of those small sugar cubes is one teaspoon of sugar. So when over the next couple of days, like one of your assignments is to um look in your pantry and take out a can or a box of something, um, or you can do it when you're in the grocery store. So it's a box of cereal, a fruit juice, a box of cookies, a tomato sauce or ketchup, just from your refrigerator or pantry. And then you'll look on the label and you'll see, um, look for the the amount of sugar in grams in the item. So it might say 24 grams of sugar are in one serving of this item. So, if you divide that by the number four, that would give you six, that would be six teaspoons of sugar are in one serving. Okay? So, basically, one little sugar cube is equal to four grams of sugar. So, anytime, anytime you see the sugar number in grams, you divide that by four and that will give you an idea of how many teaspoons of sugar are in there. Okay, so most often, we consume more than one serving. So the sugar cubes could add up pretty quickly. So this method will just kind of help you kind of see on a daily basis how much you're consuming. So if you, you know, look at a normal 12-ounce can of orange soda, it has 32 grams of sugar in it. So that would be eight teaspoons or eight sugar cubes. According to the American Health Association, Women should only consume 100 calories a day from sugar, which equals six teaspoons or six sugar cubes. Now, men are allowed to have nine, but we don't have enough time to talk about how that's unfair. (laughs) Um, If you were to drink only one 12 ounce soda, you'd already be over your daily amounted, like your daily allotted amount by two sugar cubes. And that's one soda. Okay, so once you go in your pantry, like even a regular can of, even if you buy organic, can of organic tomato sauce, like not the kind you put on pizza that's already prepared, the kind you actually make tomato sauce or tomato soup from, it has sugar in it. So it's just, this is kind of getting you just aware of how much sugar you're actually getting when you really think that you're not, okay? Okay. And um, so, just to take a minute, we'll touch on artificial sweeteners. Um, the truth is that artificial sweeteners are chemicals. So, there isn't any such thing as natural about them. Um, a couple of years ago, I thought that I was being good, right? And I brought home some of that Truvia and it claimed that it's from the stevia plant. However, when I started looking more at ingredients and trying to understand what was in all the food that I was eating, I looked at the ingredient label and saw that there's no sign of stevia to be found in that container. <laughs> so it just was kind of like a marketing thing that they were saying that there was it was from stevia, but there it wasn't even listed enough in there to be an ingredient on the label. So your body doesn't know what to do with these kind of made-up chemicals. They tend to shut down the receptors in your brain that tell you that you're full and they kick your cravings into high gear they keep you hungry and never satisfied eating tons of empty nutritionless calories and this is part like this is where my heart goes out to people who are borderline diabetic or diabetic and they eat all these foods that say sugar-free and the artificial sugar that's in those products is interfering with their brain and they're never satisfied and that's part of the reason why if you don't regulate your blood sugar and those spikes in your insulin level and your brain chemistry, you can't lose weight. So the snacks that they are eating aren't really doing them any favors. Um, Sugar is a very addictive substance. In lab tests with rats, it's been proven to be more addictive than cocaine. Seriously, when the rats were given a choice between sugar, water, and intravenous cocaine, they pick the sugar water the majority of the time. Mark Hyman refers to sugar as a recreational drug. Some of you may be experiencing some withdrawal symptoms from sugar. <laughs> um, and it's because if you do go cold turkey off of sugar, you, there are going to be withdrawal symptoms because it's like coming, can be for your brain, it's like you're coming off a drug. So, um you could feel tired, weary, or fluish. And what I find sometimes if I've had too much sugar and I go cold turkey off of it instead of flowing it out is that I'll have, like, this low-grade headache. It's not really a headache, but it's just, like, this numbing feeling. Um, and so I did stick in the notes a handout about sugar addiction and things that can help Um if you are feeling like you're having a little bit too much of an addiction to sugar. And interestingly enough, um, there is a correlation between caffeine and sugar also, um, where sometimes when you have too much caffeine, it makes your sweet tooth go up. So if you eliminate more of your caffeine, you won't have as much trouble with sugar. Um, And then there's just a few things here in the chat. Kelly said there's so many different types of sugar. And she asks, um, when reading a label, does sugar include all of those things? Uh, Let's see. When reading a label, does sugar include all of those things? Do you mean, Kelly, are you saying does it include all of those things, all of those different kinds of sugars that we listed on the handout? Is that what you mean? No, I mean obviously, like those individual ingredients are going to show up, but when you read like the nutritional value part and it says sugar, uh-huh. does it in- that number encompass all of those different sugars? It should, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And let's
0: see. <laughs> how many? Yes. How many teaspoons? Again, are we are women supposed to have a day? Six. It's unbelievable. I mean, because I don't eat a ton of sugar, but I bet I'm, I bet it's going to be interesting to start figuring this out.
1: Yeah, it is really eye-opening when you start to kind of see where it's hidden. Um, I was talking to someone today, like, that's a lot of reason why if you tend to not have a lot of sugar, and I don't know if this is for Dawn, because she's recently, like, kind of gotten off sugar But for me, like anything with tomato sauce, and I used to think it was pasta, but it's really the red sauce. Because now even like if I make red sauce and I have it without pasta, like I have it with spaghetti squash or something, it still triggers me. Um, And lots of times I'll make my own, but like what I'm saying is even organic cans of tomato sauce can have sugar in them. So it's still, it is a trigger for me. Because so, Kimberly, is that the,
0: the sugar that our food like an apple or something that has sugar? Is that, I mean, I have to include that in the six teaspoons.
1: Correct. Oh, gosh. You don't want to have, it's no, well, it's really the added sugar. So if you're having an apple or, an okay. or okay. something like that, you don't have to count that, like a natural sugar. But this okay. is like added sugar. Gotcha of okay. like things that just kinda of sneak and get right. in there. Okay. Um, you don't want to have, you know, more than than that. Okay. Don says that that straight sugar, not carbs, it turns to sugar. Right. That's just yeah, I mean Don says I put tomatoes in the blender and make her make some sauce. Like that's why I make my own tomato soup and and I, you know, do a lot of different things on my own because then I know that they don't have sugar in there. But that's just something that I've noticed. Like, even if you have pizza and the sauce might have sugar in it, it just is a trigger for me. And everybody has different triggers. I'm just, you know, sharing with you guys one of mine. So, like, you can kind of be on the lookout for stuff. Like, oh, so, and like with Dawn, even when Dawn would have fruit, it would trigger her to want more and more sugar. So she was able to say, I can't have this citrus fruit because it just triggers me. So... um you know, getting to know your triggers can help you set yourself up better um, so that you don't get in a situation where you are craving something that you know, like, you don't feel good if you, if you eat it. A couple other things um, to help with sugar addiction, to eat sweeter vegetables and fruits. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. You can use gentler sweets, less chemically processed, or, you know, don't use artificial sweeteners. Um, you know, try to stick to maple syrup or honey just partially because they're, they're least processed and they still retain a little bit of mineral value. So there's some nutrition in them to make sure you get sleep, um, to evaluate the amount of animal protein that you're eating. Sometimes if you have much animal protein it can make you want more sweets your body kind of has a yin and yang going on so it's trying to regulate itself and this is where ph becomes important in your body um, so that it's not too acidic or too alkaline that it's you know right about that 7.6 uh ph balance um to eliminate fat free or low fat packaged snacks because they generally are high in sugar um, to put more spices in your food to kind of, you know, trick your taste buds is another way that you can deal with sugar addiction. Um, and another really big thing that they, they talk about is finding other things to do that don't have anything to do with sweet food, but spending time with a loved one, um, hanging out with a friend, things that are, like, really great and warm your heart, um, instead of being, you know, revolving around food, which, you know, and the way that we live our life, it just kind of fits in when everything kind of goes with food because you can get it on the run or meet out. So um, just coming up with some new ways to express yourself instead of reaching for a candy bar. (laughs) Um, So you can naturally combat your sweet tooth and cravings with sweet vegetables. So sweet vegetables, they kind of soothe your internal organs and they energize your mind. Now, some of these, lots of these vegetables are also root vegetables, so they're in season now in winter wintertime, um, and they're energetically grounding, which helps, like, the spaciness that you might feel after eating sweet food kind of diminish. Adding in sweet vegetables will help you to crowd out less healthy foods in your diet. And these um, foods are great and perfect to eat in this season. So we're talking about sweet potatoes, um, corn, carrots, onions, um, for those of you who eat beets, winter squash, yams. Um, they're sweet vegetables. And like especially like if you have carrots and you're cooking them, um, it can really help ground you, um, partially because these are all kind of vegetables that grow in the ground or underground, so they're rooted. And you'll kind of notice that, like, in, like, wintertime when you make a stew, it usually has carrots and um, potatoes in there, and those are turnips, like, they're grounding foods because they're grown in the dirt. So then when you kind of get to spring and we eat more greens and asparagus first comes up. Like, those are bright green and they point to the sky and they kind of reach out. So those, like, give you energy more than, like, potatoes and carrots are grounding foods. So, like, it's kind of like when you need a home-cooked meal, you just need to feel grounded. Um, At least that's how I think of it. But there really is some kind of energy to the food. Like, when God made our food, he really had seasons in mind of why he gave us certain things so in winter we could hunker down and be rooted and in spring we could kind of throw off the layers open up the curtains and be light um, I just think that's really kind of a neat, <laughs> a neat thing um, other ways to help with like reducing your sugar consumption are to cook at home um, read your food labels just know, like, ingredients, I think most of you know this, but ingredients are listed in the order of volume they are in any item. So anything with sugar, high fructose, corn syrup, corn syrup, glucose, or in general, anything ends in OSE near the top of the list means that it's going to be higher in sugar. Um, and, you know, if you can cook your... Um, cook your vegetables differently to um, some people like steam, some people like baked, some people like broiled. It just kind of depends, like, on what your cooking style is. Um, but on the sweet vegetable handout, there is a sweet sensations recipe where you can take, you know, some of these and just try cooking them um, to your desired, you know, taste. Um, but use different spices and stuff. There are some vegetables on here that you wouldn't think are sweet vegetables, but um, like radishes and daikon and green cabbage, they don't necessarily taste sweet, but they have the same kind of effect on your body and in your bloodstream. So um, they will help with not having, like it won't, affect you. It won't throw your sweet tooth into gear. Um, and I'll post that handout in the chat too. Sorry about that. Um, so there are just different ways that you can kind of ward off. If you're trying to cut sugar out, these are just some ways that you can give your body what it needs without reaching for some kind of sugary snack. And as Leanne had asked earlier, <laughs> There are bunches and bunches of um you know different artificial types of sugar out there, like what's in may, what may be in your flavored water there um, and there's also a huge list of natural sweeteners that I'll post the link to in the in the Facebook group um, It just gives you some options. So sugar is sugar in whatever form that you use it. Sugar really comes down to the fact that sugar is sugar. So um, (laughs) I'm not trying to tell you that any, like, sugar is sugar. So there's not really one that is way better for you than another one, Um, except for, like, when I talk about maple syrup or honey, it's just that there are nutrients, um, trace minerals that are left in those. that don't get completely processed out like a white table sugar might say cane sugar. So, you know, sugar comes from sugar cane. It can come from beet. It can come in lots of different um, forms. But when I talk about maple syrup or honey, it's just they, or especially like raw honey, they're less processed and they, have some minerals left, like molasses has some minerals left. So there is a four-page handout that talks about different sweeteners. Um, Agave is marketed to the masses as a very natural product and sweetener, but it goes through a very um, industrious chemical process to get to the syrup that you actually see on your spoon. So Um, but there's lots of different ones in here for you to read about. Like I keep coconut sugar in my pantry. Um, Part of the reason I use coconut sugar and coconut oil in a mix, like I'll put a little bit of coconut oil in half of whatever I do with the coconut oil, I put coconut sugar, and I use that as a natural scrub to exfoliate my face. Um, So I usually have coconut sugar in my fridge all the time or not my fridge, in my pantry. Um, and so I'll use that. I'll mix that with recipes that call for sugar. Date sugar is another one that um, I use sometimes, but I generally cook with dates. Like I have lots of recipes that I just use dates instead of a form of sugar. Yes, they're a fruit and they are very sweet, um, but then it's the fruit in its original form. So it's not processed. Um, and there's honey on here, maple syrup on here, and stevia is another one that, um, you know, people ask a lot about a lot of times. Um, it is about three 250 to 300 times sweeter than sugar. Um, you can use it in baking. And you can... I have some stevia drops, and I've used it... Um, I've tried it out in smoothies and stuff. It has a little bit of a taste to it. Um, And so, I don't know. I have liquid drops. I don't necessarily. I have friends that use the sweet leaf stevia powder, and um, they really like it. They use it instead of using, like, sweet and low or splenda or something like that. Um, So what do you guys think? Um, what, next, do you guys use any natural forms of sugar? Are you in a place where um, you'd like to cut out more sugar and have more natural forms, or are you pretty much just kind of off sugar altogether and, you know, you have your occasional candy? So where are you guys on the scale?
0: This is Lori. Um, I use... Stevia mostly, and I've just started tr- trying to cut more sugar out. Um, but then, I'll, you know, I'll have a craving or you know something, and we'll still have sugar. But I just, um, I mean, you know, my favorite way to have oatmeal is with brown sugar on it, and
1: mm-hmm. so it's
0: just it's getting used to. I mean, everything tastes different, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but. Six teaspoons, goodness. I thought I was doing pretty well, but I'm gonna to have to really
1: reevaluate. Sure. I don't know. Don, can you hear me? How's it going with you and sugar? Are you guys friends or um are you still pretty much off of sugar? Uh so your action steps, like while I wait, if anybody wants else wants to talk to you, that's perfectly fine. But um, just before, I want you guys to really look in your pantry and read your product labels, okay? So um, go ahead and post on the Facebook page a few items where you're surprised that they had sugar or how much sugar they had. And then really try over this month of February. I know it's going to be Valentine's Day and it's going to make it a little challenging. Um, but to eliminate white sugar and some artificial sweeteners, trying to trade them for something more natural. Um, and you have a whole sh- four pages to choose something um, that might be more natural. But I'd love to hear from a few more of you on um, what your thoughts are. <clears throat> oh, Lori hung up because she was coughing. <laughs> Dawn says she's added back some carbs, but not white sugar. Just a little low number. All right. Who else has some comments on their sugar intake and wants to maybe set a goal like Lori of trying to cut back? Can you hear me? I didn't hear you. I didn't hear anything. I can hear you now. <laughs> all right. Well, good. Um, I Well, one, like, early in my pregnancy, I, like, detested most chocolate and those kind of things, which was great, and I really should have just stuck with that. But I've slowly been introducing stuff back, and, um, you know, I'm pretty much all the time, so I can't really tell a difference either way. Mm-hmm. So... um I think I think what I'm going to do is just really look at my sugar intake. Like, I know um, we just recently looked at the yogurt we were eating, and even though it's Greek yogurt, we're giving it to Sophie every night, and it has over the six teaspoons of sugar in it just in her serving. Uh,
0: and so I
1: think really looking at, you know, one, tracking our sugar intake as a family and then making kind of the small choices because I don't think it's as much as sweet for us right now. It's more everyday stuff that we're eating mm-hmm. that is loaded with sugar. Sure. And then our sure. almond butter. I mean, everything. Yeah. Like, peanut. people are really surprised a lot when they go and they look at their peanut butter. Um, I had a couple people be like, oh, my goodness. Like, I – and they're like, well, what kind do you eat? I'm like, I eat the kind that's just the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> they're like – Really, and I'm like, yes, and it's just as good. I know, but most people they, like they can't get wrap their head around it, right? Um, and I'm like, my daughter likes it too. I'm like, she does prefer peanut butter over almond butter, um, but my husband prefers almond butter over peanut butter. So we always have both of them around here. But yeah, I don't, I don't miss it, and I grew up on Jif, like I grew up where if it wasn't Jif, it didn't come in the house. Like, my mom wasn't allowed to buy Peter Pan. She wasn't able to buy the store brand. It had to be Jif. So, uh, so no, that's that's really great, Kelly. Because, I mean, part of what I've, I've been finding in the research is, like, the chemicals even in organic baby formula, it blew my mind. So, and the amount of sugar that's in there. So, like, if you have an infant fed formula, like, if you have to feed your baby formula and um, and not nurse, like, your baby could be addicted to sugar by the time that it's, you know, four months old because it's in the formula. Yeah, it's just everywhere, and I think we're so hidden to it. Yeah, I can't wait in for your swap, because I need to know, like, Sophie loves ketchup, but I've, I've got to have a different ketchup, like make my own ketchup or one that is not so loaded with sugar. Okay. hmm Yeah. All right. Does anybody else have anything? We're almost at 2.30. All right. Lori had asked a question about getting raw honey. Um, Around here, I go to the co-op or get it at the farmer's market, so a good foods co-op. But lots of little farmer's markets or even some little, like, stores will carry raw honey um, from, like, a local farmer. We we get ours from our CSA, and I actually Mm -hmm. need to go get some, so I could get you some, Lori, if you want some. But it's like, you know, other than it's great for a sugar substitute, it's also so good for, like, allergies. Well, and so yeah, the closer that you can get it yeah. to your house, the better. So this is, like, between our houses, their farming. So hopefully that's close enough proximity. But it's so good, too. Yeah, it is good. I give Kylie um, honey on the spoon in spring, like, local Kentucky mm-hmm. <laughs> honey. Um, to kind of help with allergies, so yeah, that's really awesome. And Lori says that would be great, mm. and she loves ketchup too. So we're gonna have to come up with—I'm gonna have to come up with a really good ketchup recipe for you guys. That would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and can you make it for us too? Yeah, sure. I'll make it. In, <laughs> I'll sell it in mason jars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, um that is pretty much like everything that I had for our talk today. Um, But just remember, I do want you guys to really read your labels. So be surprised, but share it with us on the Facebook page and just do your best. And if you have questions, just shoot me um, a message or, you know, give me a text or something and um, I'll try to answer it for you as fast as I can, (laughs) but know that I'll be cheering you on. And, This is like a daily thing. This doesn't just go away. They change food products all the time, so I'm constantly having to read labels. Cause stuff that I used to buy that didn't have sugar in it or had high fructose corn syrup in it, they've replaced it with sugar. But even organic products, like they'll put organic sugar in there. It doesn't mean just because it's organic, it's healthier. Just like you know, it's just because it's gluten free doesn't mean it's sugar free and that it's healthy for you. It's junk is still junk. So um, <laughs> it's just, you know, just be aware and um, help, and it will help you with your making decision-making process, okay? But there's tons of information in the handout. So if you're going through them and you're trying to question something, just let me know. All right? Thank you so much. This is All great. right. Thank you so much. I hope I didn't blow your guys' mind too badly. Uh, no, thank you. It was, it was you. good, yes. Kind of sugar so shock. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, (laughs) bye. Bye.